This happened during my freshman year of high school. Winter had just ended, so the air at night felt really cool, but not too cold. My old best friend, who we'll call Veronica, had texted me asking what I was up to, and she said she was hungry, to which I replied, me too. In order to better understand the story, I should explain the layout and distances from each location. I was at my cousin's house, which was about eight blocks away from Veronica's, and McDonald's was probably about a half a mile away from both of our homes. Across the street from our McDonald's was a Target and various other fast food chains, and maybe about a mile and a half away was a Burger King. I don't exactly remember whose genius idea it was to sneak out at 11 o'clock at night in order to satisfy our hunger, but nonetheless, we did. Although I had never done it before, sneaking out was relatively easy for me. As for Veronica, well, let's just say she wasn't new to it. Because it was late, I was in my PJs, which consisted of shorts and an oversized football jersey. In retrospect, probably not the best clothing idea for 11pm while sneaking out in a not-so-safe city, but I digress. We met up halfway and made our way to McDonald's, catching up about whatever boy problems an idiotic math teacher we had at the time. The streets weren't desolate, but not necessarily bussing with cars either. I remember being worried that my mom would see me walking around at 11pm if she drove by. We decided to cut through Target's huge parking lot to save some distance and time. Now, the McDonald's and Target were a bit uphill, but only if you walked from west to east. We came from south to north, so it wasn't really a problem for us. Not that it would have been either way, but it's better to explain. As we were crossing the street from Target to McDonald's, we saw a guy probably about five foot five, so it was pretty short. He was wearing a blue hoodie and I believe some shorts. Veronica was maybe about five foot two at the time, where I was about five three to five four. Because all this happened years ago, some of the details are a little fuzzy. I didn't really think too much of the guy because Veronica and I were laughing away and talking about anything and everything, but I did take a mental note of him. So being the geniuses that we were, Neither of us actually checked to see if the McDonald's would be open. Well, to be correct, it was open, but just the drive through Yeah, we failed to do one simple yet very important necessity. No problem for us geniuses, though. Why, you may ask? Because Burger King wasn't that far away, and we really needed to satisfy our hunger, so why not? We started making our way west, going downhill. I was ranting away while Veronica kept glancing over her shoulder. She has this habit of doing this every time we walk anywhere, no matter the time of day. She then linked her arm around mine and then softly said to me, that guy is following us. I glanced behind, not making it obvious, but just to see if she was messing with me. Yeah, we kind of had a messed up sense of humor, so it wouldn't have been that much of a stretch. Unfortunately, she was telling the truth. She started to walk faster now, to which I tightened my grip around her arm and told her not to walk so fast or he would know we were on to him. As I mentioned previously, our city wasn't really one of the safest, so I grew up being taught to always be aware of my surroundings. I wasn't as street smart as my siblings, as I was more book smart than anything, but I wasn't a blithering idiot either. I then told Veronica that we should just go across the street and enter Target. As we crossed the street, I glanced behind us and I noticed that he was crossing too. 
At this point, Veronica was getting extremely worried. And me, you might ask? I was laughing. For some reason, I found this to be funny because what are the odds that the first time I ever sneak out, I'd end up being followed from a McDonald's? Suffice to say, though, I ended up sneaking out again after that. What can I say? I wanted to get the whole high school experience. As we made our way through the large Target parking lot, I FaceTimed my cousin to share what was currently happening as she knew I snuck out. While I was laughing and explaining, Veronica was pretty much in full-on panic mode. Eventually, I hung up abruptly as Veronica and I decided to run through the rest of the parking lot and ride into Target's doors. The guy still following us. As we made it inside the Target, we decided to walk around just in case he followed us inside, but luckily he didn't. We made our way back to the glass windows where the entrance was located at, and then we sat down to really grasp the whole situation. Veronica said she saw the guy walk past Target in the same direction we had originally came from. Behind Target is a park, which I always walked past in order to get home. I decided to call my older brother and asked what to do. He told me to call my cousin and then tell her to walk and then meet us at Target. I texted her instead and I told her to bring her giant of a boyfriend who happened to be spending the night. She said that she would meet us by the front. Veronica was really relieved but I still didn't really care about it at all. A few minutes pass and a guy walks in Target and makes his way over to Veronica and me. I don't remember exactly, but I think he was Caucasian and maybe about 5'7". He explained that he was in the McDonald's drive-thru when he noticed us walk away and the guy following from behind. He said that he saw us cross over into Target as well as the guy and that he wanted to make sure we were safe. We explained our side of the story and then reassured him that we were in fact okay. He told us we shouldn't be out this late and that we should really call our family to pick us up. We said that we had family on the way and then thanked him for looking out for us, to which he told us to stay safe. I think hearing him witness the whole thing really made it feel real to me because that's kind of when reality hit me. My cousin ended up coming with her boyfriend and dad in the car, so yeah, we got busted. But I didn't get in trouble because, well, they were my cousins and that was kind of a goody two-shoes. Not to mention the fact that my mom probably would have been really mad at my cousins for not noticing I snuck out under their supervision. Veronica came to my cousin's house with me, where we just talked about what happened. I even FaceTimed one of our senior friends and told him about it too. Veronica and I no longer talk due to other reasons that didn't happen until years later, but during the rest of our friendship, we'd always recount that story and laugh about it. But it really is scary how easily something bad could have happened if we had only continued our journey to Burger King. And the realization that another person witnessed it made it all too real for me. I've been followed a few more times after this event, and it's really given me some extreme anxiety. I think it's pretty damn safe to say that I won't be walking alone anymore. Hell no. It was the year of 2018 and it was my first job. I had started a job at Wendy's. It wasn't the best pay, but I guess it was enough considering I was only 16. I went in on a Monday and started my shift. Now, I live in an area where a lot of people eat fast food, so I would constantly see new faces every day. But there was always one person that came in every single day. 
an older gentleman that always looked homeless, but he always brought cash, so I never really looked too far into it. On that particular day, though, he had came into the Wendy's and then started a brawl with one of my co-workers. I really don't know why exactly, but all I know is that my co-worker was smoking outside and then ran inside saying that someone was attacking him outside and to call the police. So we did just that, and suddenly no less than a minute before I started to call 911, the old looking homeless guy ran inside with a gun. He threatened to kill us all if we didn't give him the money from the register. I was in the back still on the phone with the police, but I could still see my coworker's face when the gun was faced at him. It was honestly the most terrified look that I've ever seen on another human being. I just dug down and I told the operator where we were at while crying. My coworker gave him the money and he ran out. As you can imagine, by the time the police got there, he was already long gone. I gave him the description of the man and what I knew. They caught him two weeks later. I don't think I'll ever forget this story, and I still occasionally think what would have happened to my coworker if he wouldn't have gotten away from that man. Just thinking about it really gives me the chills. Hey everyone, I need to take a small break from the stories to thank today's sponsor Paint Your Life for sponsoring today's episode. When I very first heard about PaintYourLife.com, I thought it was an incredible idea, especially if maybe you've lost a loved one or even the family pet that you've all grown to love over the years. Paint Your Life allows you to have the most cherished photos brought to life in a really beautiful and majestic painting. If you want to give a truly personal and meaningful gift, Definitely try PaintYourLife.com. Get a professional and hand-painted portrait created from any photo at a truly affordable price. Their user-friendly platform lets you order a custom-made hand-painted portrait in less than five minutes. I've tried the service myself, and I was blown away by how vibrant and beautiful the painting came out, and I'll definitely be getting more. At PaintYourLife.com, there's no risk. If you don't love the final painting, your money is refunded guaranteed. And right now is a limited time offer. Get 20% off your painting. That's right, 20% off and free shipping. To get this special offer, text the word TABLE to 64000. That's TABLE to 64000. Text TABLE to 64000. Paint your life. Celebrate the moments that matter most. Terms apply. Available at paintyourlife.com terms. Again, text TABLE to 64000. For some background info, I just turned 16 and my two friends Ashley and Sarah, my parents and little brother and I all went to Toronto for my birthday. We rented a hotel for the night, went swimming and went to the mall, and it was all really fun. But now, on to the story. The night after we came back from the mall, we went into our hotel room, took showers, and we were all just hanging out there. It was around 11pm and we were all really bored. I knocked on the door separating me and my friend's hotel room and my mom, dad, and brother's room to ask if me and my friends can walk around Toronto because we had nothing to do. My mom said yes, so as me and my friends were about to leave, my little brother asked if he could come too because he was also bored. I said sure, so my parents ended up coming as well because they had to watch my brother. So now we're all on the streets of Toronto, my parents and brother a few meters ahead of us while me and my friends were a few meters behind just laughing and talking. 
I had started to get hungry, so I had told my parents we wanted to get food. We continue walking until we find some two-story building with a whole bunch of restaurants and fast food places in it. It was pretty big, and in the center there was a big escalator to get to the second floor. There wasn't a lot of people in there, but the few people that were on the first floor looked pretty sketchy. We don't see any fast food places on the first floor, so we go up the escalator to the second floor to see what's up there. My parents go to McDonald's and they sit at a table pretty far away from us. My friend Sarah wasn't really hungry, so she went and picked out a table for us, while me and Ashley went to the ice cream place to get something there. As we were waiting, we had seen this group of three guys sitting at a table that was pretty close to the ice cream place. I noticed them looking at us and whispering to each other, before two of them came up behind us to wait in line for ice cream as well. I thought it was kind of weird, but I didn't really think much of it. That is, until one of them started talking to Ashley. One of the guys randomly tapped her on the shoulder, then said, Hey, I've never been to this place before. What kind of ice cream flavor do you suggest me to get? Now, I was a bit weirded out by this because, well, the guy looked creepy as fuck. He was a very tall Jamaican man who looked to be in his late 20s or early 30s, in very bummy clothes, and randomly talking to my friend who was 15 at the time. He was also screwing a lid on to some weird-ass small bottle as my friend was talking to him. My friend Ashley is very friendly, so she didn't really think much of it and she was just being nice to him and talking to him. And then the other guy that was with him came up to me. I had already got really weird vibes from his friend, so I didn't want to talk to him. The guy who came up to me was also a very tall Jamaican man, and he was wearing a white trench coat and a hat. He then says to me, Wow, you look really exotic. What's your ethnicity? I gotta know. I was super weirded out by this, and a bit uncomfortable. But I just laughed and said thanks, and told him my ethnicity. After that, he then says to me, Wow, that's a really beautiful mix. You're a very beautiful girl. Can I please get your number? There was no way in hell I was giving this 30 year old looking man my number. I told him right away no, but he just kept begging for it, saying he just wants to text me and talk. I told him I don't give my number out to strangers. But as I kept saying no to this man, I noticed the third guy that was sitting at their table then get up. He was yet another very tall Jamaican man in a beanie, and he had a briefcase with him. I saw him make dead eye contact with me as he got up, walked to the escalator, and then went down to the first floor. I was about to walk away from this man because this whole situation was just really freaking me out, until the other guy who was talking to my friend Ashley then came up to me and then said, So, uh, hey... I got your friend's Snapchat, and I was wondering if I can get yours too. I told him no, that I don't give my Snapchat to strangers. He then kind of laughed at me and just said okay. Then this next question got me really scared. The man that was talking to Ashley then said to me, So, are you two here all alone, or are your parents here? I didn't even know what to say at that point. My mind just kind of went blank, and I froze. But my friend responded for me saying that my parents are over by the McDonald's and that our other friend is at the table close by. The two guys looked over at our other friend and then waved at her. Sarah had seen the two guys do that, then looked at me. I think she could tell I was uncomfortable. But right as Sarah was about to come up to us and get us out of this situation, my parents went up to her and they told her they were going back to the hotel room and that we can just walk back since the hotel was only about a 10 minute walk away from the place we were at. So my mom thought it would be fine. 
Sarah said okay, and my parents and brother made their way to the escalator. Sarah then came up to us and those two strange men, and then said, Hey, is everything good over here? Yeah, all good. We're just now leaving. I said back. Then the guy in the white trench coat then looks at me and says, Oh, okay. Bye, beautiful. I don't even look at him. Sarah, Ashley, and I just walk back to our table. I didn't feel like staying there anymore and told the girls we should go because I was really uncomfortable. So we start making our way to the escalator, but then we see those same two guys from the ice cream place following us. This is when panic mode then hits me. My parents are gone now, and it's just us 16-year-old girls in this random building with barely any people in it because it was so late. I tell Ashley right away that those same two guys are following us, and she starts to panic too. We go down the escalator, and they do the same. There's only two other people on the escalator separating us from those scary men. Then as we get to the bottom, thank God, I see my parents and brother waiting in the Starbucks line right next to the exit. Me and my friends run up to my mom to go and tell her that those strange men were following us. But right as I look over after telling my mom what happened, I guess the men noticed my parents were still here, so as soon as they got off the escalator, they went right back to the other one to go back up the second floor again. My mom told me that they were leaving to go back to the second floor, so we should just go back to the hotel room. My parents and brother left the building first, then me and my friends left after them. When we got out, my parents were about a meter or two ahead of us, and I noticed the same guy with the briefcase that I thought left the building earlier, standing right next to the exit door, just staring at us. This really scared the shit out of me because I thought he left a long time ago. He literally just stared at us the entire time as we walked past him. I assumed he didn't do anything because he realized my parents were there. But as we got further away from him, I looked back just to make sure he wasn't following us, and I noticed that he went up to some creepy all black car with really tinted windows, then knocked on the window. Then the guy in the driver's seat rolled down the window, and the man with the briefcase whispered something to him, and then he left the car and went right back to the building that we left from, and the car drove away. This really scared the shit out of me, because if my parents weren't there, I don't even know what could have happened to us, but it for sure wouldn't have been good. I don't know what those men wanted to do with us, or why the men in the briefcase went up to that car, but I don't want to know. We got back to our hotel rooms, and my friend Ashley started crying because it all hit her at once what just happened. Sarah and I tried to calm her down, and then I asked her, Did any of those guys ask for your number or Snapchat? Then she told me, Yeah, I gave them my Snapchat because I was really scared to say no. That's when it then hit her that she has her location on for Snapchat. I told her to go turn it off immediately just in case, but when she went to turn it off, it showed one of the guy's bitmoji was right next to hers, which meant that he was at or near our hotel right now. She turned it off right after that and then blocked him. Nothing else happened that night, thank God. I'm really glad my parents came with us to the food place and thank God they didn't leave the building just yet, because who knows what would have happened to us if we were alone. So everyone listening to this, Please be safe out there, and especially at night.